Hello, my name is Wan, and you're listening to Birthing Babes Quickie episode. Maternity leave. As a small business owner slash creative slash I'm not sure exactly what I'm doing, but I'm working from home and it's going great. Person, I never got to really have mat leave before or after birth. In fact, I was still working when I was in labor with Akira and a few days after she was born. I've done some research though and here are a list of things that you could do in the last four weeks of your pregnancy. Or three weeks for me since Akira robbed me off extra eight days because she's decided she's had enough womb time and wanted out early. So here are the list of the things that you could do. You have a baby shower. We had our baby shower at about six weeks before the due date so my good friend and his heavily pregnant wife could be there. And we didn't have a traditional baby shower with just girls either. We invited all our close friends to celebrate my big belly and what's in it. Pack your bags if you haven't already. Have a listen to Quickie episode 1. I've made a list of stuff that you may need for your hospital bags. Someone also suggested to bring your own pillows. This could make you feel more at home in the hospital and make you more comfortable in bed. Book a cleaning service and do keep on top of your laundry. I made the best decision to book for the cleaners to come a week before the due date and as soon as they left, I went into early labour. It was the best timing ever. I didn't manage to finish up a load of washing though and put away what was on the clothes horse, which annoyed me as we did came home to a tiny bit of mess and don't forget to change the bed sheets. I wish I did this, you know, fresh sheets feel. Pre-wash baby clothes and get excited when you see how small they are. We bought a lot of Akira's clothes from the op shop and if you're on a budget or want to support the reuse movement then op shops are pretty awesome. Just make sure you wash those articles first and don't buy anything with questionable stains or soft toys. Don't buy soft toys from the op shop. Get all the necessary home and personal supplies. Make sure you have enough toilet paper, um, body wash, shampoo, toothpaste, medicine, pads, nursing pads, snacks, nappies, wipes, things like that. Organize for pet sitting. If you have pets, that is, there's no need to organize pet sitting for someone else. Get them to do it. Stock up on food that you'll actually eat. Do you know what I mean? There's no need to make tubs of lasagna if you won't actually eat them. Get nursing bras and tops. They're much easier for breastfeeding. Quicker access to boobs for your baby. Buy some post-birth clothes. Look, you may look pregnant for a while after giving birth. You spent nine months growing a baby inside of you. Your body needs a few weeks to bounce back. Not only your uterus needs to shrink back, but your abdominal muscles get stretched out during pregnancy and it takes time and exercise to get back in shape. I didn't buy too many maternity clothes as I felt a bit wasteful buying clothes I would only wear for a few months. So I bought a lot of oversized dresses and I went up a size in leggings. I recommend compression leggings during and post-pregnancy. I feel like they kind of hold everything up and in. Set up the nursery, assemble baby gear and install the car seat. Clean your car before you install the car seat. You might not get your car cleaned again for at least another six months. Do your pelvic exercise and go for walks to keep fit. Labor is no joke and you need your strength. I had really bad hip pains from week 13 right through to birth and some days I couldn't walk. I was told by my amazing physio to do water exercise but my laziness talked me out of it. 
I did prenatal Pilates, however, and that was really good. The instructor made us do what I call the squat of death at the end of every class, where you squat against the wall as low as you can and hold the position for one minute and come up with strategies to cope with the pain of your muscles burning. For example, are distractions better for you at coping with pain or do you focus on the pain to overcome it? This becomes helpful when labor actually happens and you're kind of preparing for the way to cope with the pain. Attend classes at the hospital. Our hospital offers birthing classes and active labor classes. We did have a very old school stubborn midwife for our birthing classes and to be honest, we didn't really enjoy them because of the attitude. I did found the class to be quite informative and useful though. And a tip, rate the fridge because that's where they keep the cheese to go with the crackers they had near the tea and coffee station. Active labor class was really awesome. We were shown different laboring techniques, breathing techniques and things partner can do during labor. Make a birth and labor plan. Look, childbirth can get a bit out of control, so having a specific birth plan might not work for you in the end, but it's good to have a game plan for the big entrance. Our game plan was to go with the flow. I wasn't experienced, I had never given birth before and I didn't go to birthing school for years, so my thought at the time was that I would leave it to the expert while educating myself as much as I could so that I know that I do have options and what my options were. We got to fill in a form about what I would like and wouldn't like to have available during labor so it's good for you to have some loose guidelines for the midwife to stick to. I was lucky to get midwives that were on the same page as me. For example, we did skin on skin and delayed cord clamping without me requesting. Um, what would you like in your birth plan? Do you want to do most of the labor at home or in the shower, in the bath, on a fitball? How would you like to give birth? On your knees, on your back, standing up, on your hands, on your tippy toes? Do you want pain relief? Things like that. Also plan for when labor starts. Who are you going to call? Read up on baby care. I, along with a lot of mums, were so focused on the pregnancy and the birth that I didn't read up anything about the first four weeks of having a newborn or the fourth trimester. Book a baby first aid class while you're at it. Organize a maternity, birth, newborn photo shoot if that's something you're into. And book a baby moon while you're at it. A baby moon is a little vacation time for you and your partner to, I guess, hold on to that last bit of couple time before your baby comes and hold on to that last bit of freedom you have for the rest of your life as a couple together. <laughs> Prepare for breastfeeding. I was told the birth should be the least of my worries. So many women struggle with breastfeeding and rightly so. That shit is brutal. Letdowns feel like fire dripping out of your nips and your toes curl when your baby latches on to suck the soul out of you via your boobs. I was told to rough up my nipples in the third trimester by scrubbing them with face wash in the shower. My brother was with me at the time and he was desperately trying to dig a hole through concrete to get away from that conversation. I actually went to see a GP and I asked her what was going on with my boobs. They were rock hard and they were burning. Every time I feel Kira, my nipples were burning. And I was told that that's totally normal. That's just your milk coming out and coming in. 
I wish that we were told this in details by the midwife at the hospital. Charge your camera and make space on your phone. Lots of photos and videos will be taken and recorded and you need all the batteries and space. Go see as many movies as you can at the cinemas. Dan and I loved going to the movies, something we haven't been able to do together as often since the baby was born. And I'm not just talking about movies, go do things that you love as much as you can with your partner. I'm not saying that you'll never get to do it again, ever. I'm just saying that, you know, you'll be focused more on the baby once the baby comes. Get prenatal massages to soothe that sore body of yours. Decide how you want to share the news with everyone, whether it be a nice little post on social media, some old school snail mail announcement, or an elaborate recreation of the Lion King Simba holding up style. Watch out for signs of labor. Has the baby dropped? As in, is your bump sitting quite low? Do you have lots of pressure in your pelvis? Akira dropped around week 36, 37, and I had a student midwife feeling me for her head. She couldn't find it because Akira's head was sitting so low. So the other midwife told her to press lower and deeper. And the student midwife pretty much felt me up and press hard on my love button. The way she pressed on it too, it was like she was impatiently pressing for the elevator. It was so painful. Other signs of labor include cramps and lower back pain, losing mucus plug, having a bloody show, upset tummy, stronger contractions, and your waters breaking. Involve your partner in whatever you do during your pregnancy. You might already take them with you to appointments and scans, and that's great. Get them involved in organizing the nursery, picking out clothes, and little things like that too. Every week, I read the baby's development to Dan, and that was really nice. Together, we found out that babies started as an anus, a tiny little anus and everything just developed from there. Lastly, chill out, have a rest and take lots of power naps. I wonder if me not stopping and resting was the reason Akira came out early. I've heard that keeping active and busy could induce labor but I guess when they're ready to come out then they're coming out. Oh hang on, don't forget to think of a few names and shortlist them. Once the baby has arrived and you're all healed and settled, try to do the following. Get the important stuff out of the way. Put your baby into your insurance and ambulance cover and register your baby. Unfortunately, you can't wait for your baby to pick their own name and you must register their name and them within 60 days. You could totally be penalized $1,408 for not registering your baby. $1,408. Why not $1,400 or $1,410? It's such a random number, I wonder how they came up with it. Don't be afraid to ask questions and ask for help, such as, why did you come up with $1,408? Set up a little goodie basket next to the couch or wherever you'll spend time feeding and holding your baby the most. Put things like cloth for chuck up and leaks, wipes, nappies, lip balm, TV remote, water bottle, phone charger. You might be in that spot for a while with a sleeping baby on you, so have everything you need next to you. Eat all the food. You spent nine bloody months not being able to eat some foods and now you can. 
I requested Dan to please get me sashimi for dinner on the second night after birth. And for my belated Mother's Day gift, he got me a fancy cheese and cold meat plate. Get some sun at least once a day. Go for a walk with or without your baby. Your baby will be fine chilling in the cot for half an hour. I'm joking. Get someone to watch the baby. I remember the first time I went out without Akira and it wasn't even anything special. I had to go to the bank and it was super boring. My aunt was watching Akira at the time, in case you were wondering. I didn't leave her in the cot. The whole trip, I was texting her, checking if Akira was okay, and I felt like I left my right arm at home. Don't be like me. Plan for alone time at least once a week. Your mental health will thank you. Get sleep when you can. Sleep when baby sleeps, do the dishes when the baby does the dishes, am I right? But seriously, take at least one nap a day when your baby naps. Don't worry about the messy house for now, you need your rest too. Happy parents make happy baby. Catch up with friends, get them to come over to see the baby. Trick them into holding the baby because you've been needing to poo all day, oh my god. And sneak into the bedroom to have a 15 minute power nap. Or half an hour since you've been needing to pull all day, remember? Join a mother's group, make mum friends and find your tribe. I turned my nose up so bad at the thought of joining a mother's group. I'm so bad at making friends and I was like, I've already got two mum friends, thank you very much. Surely I don't need more. Turns out I do. Turns out the more mum friends you have, the better. I was super lucky to have become very good mates with two of the girls I meet at mother's group who are as weird as I am. Take postnatal workout classes and make sure you get an A-OK from your GP first after your six or eight week checkup. On that note, go to your six or eight week checkup. I didn't go until week 12 because I was super lazy and turns out the pains I've been having was due to having a bulky uterus. Nothing too serious, my ute was just slower at shrinking. But yes, postnatal workout programs will help you get your core strength back on track. Get postnatal massages. Your body is ruined from giving birth, from breastfeeding, from picking up, putting down baby and holding said baby 24-7 because said baby is a Velcro koala. Get massages ASAP. Your back's gonna be fucked, your butt's gonna be fucked, your leg's gonna be fucked. Get that shit sorted. Ease your way into work if you can. Bring your baby into work before you start back to show them off. Check out some childcare options. Start by working from home. Go back part-time. Stock up on breast milk if you need to. Don't forget to pack your breast pump and find support from other working mums. Don't be too hard on yourself. First time parent or not, being a parent is bloody hard, you guys. Lower your expectations and take it a day at a time. And lastly, hold on to who you are. I know this is a hard one. I felt like I lost myself the first few months after having Akira and it bloody sucked. Postnatal depression is no joke and I'll get into this in another episode. Your timeline is now pre-baby and post-birth. And sometimes, or a lot of the times, you really do miss the pre-baby life. You can become you again and take your time to get there. So there, what do you think? 
let me know on instagram at birthing babes podcast if you have anything to add onto the list or any feedback and chuck us a five star rating on itunes if you're loving the podcast so far okay bye